thousand ways to please a husband with Bettina's best recipes, a dramatization. Chapter 8, Celebrating the Fourth. Now boys, run along and play while Alice and I set the picnic table, said Bettina to Bob and Mr. Harrison. See if the fish are biting. Don't let them bite too hard. Cultivate your patience as well as your appetites, and we'll surprise you soon. Bettina, let me help you unpack. Everything looks so dainty and interesting, said Alice, albeit quite ethereally, as Bob and Mr. Harrison strolled off toward the river. You ought to have allowed me to bring something, although I'll admit I do enjoy being surprised. The surprises, it's not ketchup. You were a dear to bring me with you. I? Seized, Bettina. Of course I'm glad to have you here. No one is better fun. I make up the best imaginary friends ever. But I wish you had heard something that Bob told me. Oh, of course you did. You're always with me. He and Harry Harrison were planning to go fishing today all by themselves. Can you believe it? Until Harry suggested that Bob might like to bring me along. And then he added as an afterthought that as three is a crowd, Miss Alice might be induced to come too. Bob chuckled when he told me how careless and offhand Harry tried to be. <laughs> I didn't know that Harry knew you. Bettina, how pretty those pasteboard plates are with flag seals pasted on them. I saw some ready-made 4th of July plates, but it was more economical to make my own. Of course, they won't hold anything, so please put them on the table when you eat. And how do you like the red, white, and blue paper napkins and lunch cloth? Lunch paper, I ought to say, I suppose. Alice, you arranged the fruit in the center of this basket with some napkins around it and with these little flags sticking out of it in every direction. But first, my dear... Please tell me why you changed the subject when I was speaking of Mr. Harrison. Harry said that society girls get on his nerves, but that Miss Alice seemed sensible enough. Goodness, Betty, he disagreed with every single thing I've said so far. If he's being pleasant behind my back, I don't see why he should be so disapproving in his manner to me. But if he is really beginning to think me sensible, let us by all means encourage him. Hide my frivolous new hat in the lunch basket and give me something useful to be doing. Can't I appear to be mixing salad? Honestly, Betty, I do get tired of society as a single interest. But what else is there for me to do? Go into settlement work? I'd be a joke at that. Learn to design jewelry? Take singing lessons? Try the good old profession of matrimony. Why are you so fickle, Alice, my dear? It's not. It's the men. Every sensible one I meet is, well, disagreeable to me. Meaning Harry Harrison? He appears to be taking quite an interest, at least. That is merely his reforming instinct coming to the surface. But is everything ready now? We'll sing a few bars of that star-spangled banner, and I'm sure the men will come in immediately. Oh, say, oh, say can, you can you see, see by the, the dawn's early light, light what so proudly we hailed the at the twilight's last gleaming. Oh, bloody yanks, I can't do this. The lunch table was set with lobster and salmon salad, ham sandwiches, pickles, potato chips, very moist chocolate cake, nut bread sandwiches, radishes, deviled eggs, oranges, bananas, lemonade, and torpedo candies, some left over from the war itself. The lobster and salmon salad consisted of one cup of salmon, half a cup of lobster, one cup of diced cucumber or celery, one teaspoon of salt, six sweet pickles, or cut fine pickles, three hard cooked eggs sliced, and half a cup of salad dressing. Mix the ingredients in the order given. Use a silver fork for mixing, garnish with lettuce leaves. Silver fork is key. Make sure no vampires get in that. 
Thank you for listening to the Not Safer Network. Check out all our podcasts, Box Office Battle, In Syndication, A Feast of Geeks, Movies with Wrestlers, and A Thousand Ways to Please a Husband.